Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, friend. Welcome to another episode of Songwriter Theory. Today, we are going to dive in and talk about why I think you should write a backstory for your song. Often we like to just dive right in. We like to just start writing, right? We just get out, get on the keyboard and start playing something. Or or we get out our guitar, start strumming, try to figure out a strumming pattern. Or, as was my old temptation, I used to like to just start writing lyrics. I just get on the computer, get on my notepad, start writing lyrics. But what I want to encourage you today to do is to write a backstory for your song first. Now the reason for this is because, especially in cases where you're writing from a certain character's perspective, or even your own perspective, especially if you're going back in time, and if you're trying to tell a story that might not be um, very present to you right now, right? A story that happened to you 10 years ago. You're retroactively talking about something, and you have to really get yourself back in that moment. It can help to build a backstory because with a backstory, your character or even your own self can feel more true and real. So, we're gonna go through three big ideas. First big idea is it helps to flesh out the character of your story in your mind, right? Now, it may seem obvious that the more you know about your character, that you're singing the song from their perspective, the better you know them, the better you'll be able to um, really dive in and empathize with them as a character, right? Like if somebody annoys you at work or at school, or if there's just a character in, in, a, in a movie or, or a, a TV show that just kind of rubs you the wrong way. And then sometimes though, you'll experience something where you get to know something about their backstory. You get to know where they come from. Maybe an uh, abusive parent, maybe for a coworker, right? Their last job was a toxic work environment. So because of the toxic work environment, they learned to do some unhealthy or, or, or downright destructive things just in order to survive their last workplace. But once you know that, it's easier to empathize with that. It's easier for you to sort of see from their perspective. And of course, when you're writing a song, right, it's very important to make sure that you understand the perspective you're singing from, right? It's like a biography. Let's take a biography, right? You're not just gonna write a biography about Abraham Lincoln because you know the highlights of his life, right? Like, you know, okay, he did an important address, he got voted president, he was only senator for like one term or two terms before he was president, united the North and the South, got rid of slavery, shot in the head at a play, right? Like, that's not enough to go off of for a biography. And for a song, we might not be doing a biography of somebody's entire life, but we're trying to get to the heart of who, of who this person is. And again, this person might be you, um, depending on the perspective you're singing from, but often we're, we're singing songs from perspectives of other people. And in those cases, it's really helpful. The more you flesh them out, um, the, the more you're going to be able to represent and empathize with them. So again, back to the biography example, you're gonna be able 
to empathize and write from their perspective so much better when you really understand where they come from, right? If you wonder, if, to write a biography about Abraham Lincoln, you have to go back. You have to go into more than what the history books cover. You have to really figure out who he was as a man. Behind closed doors, what was he like? What kind of husband was he like? What kind of son was he like? You know, th those sort of things become more important because you're trying to get to the heart of who Abraham Lincoln was, not what he did. And in the case of music, we really want to, because it's all about, you know, feelings, emotion, and, and telling a story that's riveting, uh, facts don't do that, right? Like, you know, it's a fact. Somebody broke this person's heart. Like, who gives a crap? Why do I care? What makes this character interesting, right? A bunch of facts about anything doesn't make it compelling, right? If you tell facts about Luke Skywalker, that doesn't make you be like, oh... Or, or even Darth Vader, right? As, as interesting as he is with his backstory, or as interesting as Vader becomes when you realize his backstory in episode five, of course, or you get a good port, you, you get a glimpse of it anyway in episode five with the I am your father. Obviously not explored until one through three, but anyway, um, <coughs> with that, right? Like the, the facts aren't what make it compelling. It's, it's, it's seeing it that makes it compelling. So the more you know a character, the more real it's going to feel. And to go back to Star Wars, the the main example I could think of for this is the clones. If you don't watch the Clone Wars TV show, you just see the clones as like, they're like clones that just there and they fight the war and they're clearly better than the battle droids. So they help they help the Republic with the war against the Separatists. And when they blow up, you don't really feel anything because they're just kind of like droids and that they're, they're faceless people. Like, you see their face, you know what they are, you know who they're a clone of. Uh, but, you know, they just wear masks and there's massive amounts of them and they just kind of die and you're like, okay, whatever. But when you watch The Clone Wars and you get the character, you dive into the character of some of those clones and you see they're not just, you know, basically human droids. They're, they're, they're people with different personalities and different uh, moral codes and, and, and they're, they're different, right? You learn that Captain Rex is different than, Cat, than Cody, Commander Cody and all that. But regardless whether you're a Star Wars nerd or not, the idea is that that changes your perspective. You see more the tragedy that is when they're forced to turn on their Jedi Masters in Episode 3 um, when you know the character and you've, you've, you've learned um, to see some of the backstory and how these clones aren't just, you know, droids in human form, but they're real characters. So again, first big idea is it helps to flesh out that character whose perspective you're trying to write from is the first big idea. Second one, it can help give you some life and situation details, recurring themes or symbols to utilize in the song, right? So if you do your homework and sort of come up with this backstory for the song, you might start to develop naturally some recurring themes, right? Because if you just have an old man who's who's passing away from slowly from Alzheimer's, that in itself is tragic, and you can write a song about that. 
but it can help to bring symbols in. It can help to bring information in if you start to flesh out, well, okay, but where did, where did he come from, right? Because how one might deal with the tragedy of losing your memory and every day just feels like a repeat because you don't remember anything you did the day before or the hour before, right? How, how people might deal with that, how people might feel about that is gonna be different based on what their past experiences are. And based on some of those past experiences you flesh out, right? That can change some of the things that you bring up in the song, some symbolisms you bring up in the song, right? Because even though directly in the song, what you're probably talking about is a man dealing with the fact that he like basically has lost sense of self, Right and or and his his memory is is so gone and all he remembers is is way back or you know who knows what he remembers that's up to you as a songwriter but um you know what is his backstory because that 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 may affect how how he's receiving this right maybe he has a tragic life where um you know he had had this love and and it wasn't reciprocated and he lost that person you know 50 years ago and he never loved again right little dramatic but whatever you know maybe that's his backstory maybe his backstory is you know he had three different wives and they all passed away from cancer right another tragic backstory or maybe maybe he has a wife who loves him who's on the way to you know maybe he's in 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 a um assisted living right and his wife is actually on the way to see him but he doesn't remember if he even has a wife right uh, so maybe at the end of your song, the wife shows up, right? So, but, but like determining his backstory, like, is he married? Um, does he have kids? How many kids does he have? What was his job? Does he regret what he did in life? Does, did he live a good life? Did he, you know, all these things can change the tone of the song and really help you flesh out and feel for this character. And especially if you're singing from their perspective, right? If you're singing from his perspective, how can you possibly understand his perspective if you don't know the experience that led the experiences that led him to this point, right? So diving in just for a little bit to flesh out a backstory, maybe a paragraph, maybe a couple of paragraphs, maybe some bullet points can really help to like make this character a real person in your mind instead of just an object of like here's a man i created who you know is an old man in an assisted living home who's dealing with alzheimer's right and you just have that clip of him to you right he's just an old man right but if if you if you fill in his backstory, he becomes a person, right? He's a person that had a childhood. He's a person who once had parents who were alive, right? Even though he's dying now, like, like he, he had parents. He had grandparents at one point. It's easy as a songwriter or as a creator at all to sort of just have this person who like doesn't have a backstory, right? Because they're made up. They're a fictional character. Um, but all real humans who are 75, 85 years old and dealing with Alzheimer's have a backstory. All of them had a childhood, right? They once were a three-year-old who had young parents and grandparents who held them. You know what I mean? Like, and it's easy to forget that because even in our lives, right? When you think of grandma and grandpa, you know conceptually that they were young once. You know, conceptually, they experience things before you were alive, but in your worldview, right, you just know grandma and grandpa as the older, the oldest family members you've always had that are 
older, right? Because that's all you know. You know, you see pictures and you're like, oh, that's cute, but it doesn't feel real to you, or at least I should say it doesn't feel super real to me all the time. You know, it's kind of like the joke of like, some, some people have seriously asked the questions, uh, little kids often will ask uh, older people like, How, what was it like when life was black and white, right? Like, and we laugh at that because that's silly or stupid, but but at the same time, it's, it, our perspective often isn't that different than that. We forget that like, you know, the, the grass was just as green then. Uh, well, maybe not, maybe they, they make better um, fertilizer now. But um, for the most part, we know that, that, you know, the world's outside of, you know, technology wasn't quite there or whatever, but it's just the camera that's different. The grass isn't different. Um, the clothes were still in color, right? They weren't black and white. And so it's easy to laugh at that kid who says that or asks that question. Uh, but, but it, some of us, most of us, I think, never graduate as much past that as we should, where we realize, wait, 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 these people have lived whole lives. They were a child once. They also were a child once. They, they were the me once. If, you know, if I'm the grandkid, uh, they were a grandkid once. Hard to imagine sometimes, but it's true. Um, and accepting it as real and like knowing and feeling like it's real are two different things. So anyway, so with your character, right, it can be very helpful to flesh that out, right? Like the old, the, the mean old man next door. I don't know why we're going with age right now. I think it's because the EP that I'm currently working on has, uh, is uh, basically an, an older man dealing with, with Alzheimer's as he's slowly tr fighting to keep his memories. Um, but we won't get into that. So I think, I think that's why it keeps coming up. But, you know, the old angry man next door, right? Like, it's easy to be like, ah, oh, he's such a crab, right? Like every time if I don't mow my grass as often, he scowls at me from across the way. And, and you know, he doesn't, he has this old truck out front that looks really crappy and it's like he just wants the neighborhood to 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 suffer from looking at that ugly truck or something um but then if you know his backstory and the tragedies he went through maybe he you know he the things he saw in war and then because of going to war his wife left him we don't know the backstory right once you know the backstory it helps color the character in real life right in real life but also in your song so to do your character, your song's character, your song's perspective justice, it's best to write a backstory. So third big idea is it allows you to explore your song in a more low pressure way. So if you were to write a book, would you just start writing? Or would you maybe come up with an outline first, get an idea of what your book is about, or at least the genre, right? Like, is it sci-fi? Is it fantasy? Is it uh, a fictional historical novel, right? That, like, supposedly happened 300 years ago? Is it a love story? Is it a comedy? You know, like, like figuring out some of the background, like where you're going, at least getting a sense of the map if you will, right? If you're going on a hike, at least taking a look at the map to have an idea. Oh, like oh, the park I'm going into is circular and it has a path that goes kind of around and it has a lake in the middle and then sort of a mountain on this right side. You know, just to sort of get an idea of, 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 of where you're going so that when you're on the path, you at least have some expectation, right? You know, the path is three miles, not 30 miles, right? So just having those ideas 
can can help you once you're into the actual songwriting to have less pressure. So it's like going to the hardware store or the grocery store, right? Let's say let's say you know you're going grocery shopping for the food that you're going to eat over the next week, right? What do you think is the best way to set yourself up for success going to the grocery store? Is it going to the grocery store and then being like, hmm, eggs? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we could use eggs. Uh, chicken? Uh, I always get chicken. Okay. Uh, do I want bread this week? Uh, I don't know. And then being like, oh, I, was, I, was, hmm. I saw that, you know, Binging with Babish just came, which shout out to, it's so good. It's so good. I don't know why I'm saying that, but if any of you are Pinching with Babish fans as well, drop a like or comment below and tell me because I love his stuff, especially the basics. But anyway, you know, so for example, he, he just had a, a French onion recipe out. So, you know, should I go to the grocery store and be like, oh, well, I guess I should get onions because I'm pretty sure that would be in the recipe and maybe look it up on my tiny cell phone in the store and hopefully this, I'm not too deep in the store where I can't get any cellular service so I can actually see the recipe and be like, oh, well, I'm on this side of the store and I already went through the whole grocery store, but now I got to go all the way back to the other side because I see that I need flour or something. Right? Is, is, is that the best way to set yourself up for success going into the grocery store? Sort of just doing stuff, just going there sort of unprepared? Or is the best thing to do to sit down at home when you have the computer, right? Maybe you have the computer with all the screens in front of you. You can get three screens up and, and you can sit down and think through, okay, here are the recipes that I want to do. I can go to the Binging with Babish channel and go to his website and look at the recipe and write it down. Maybe even put it in a Google Doc that I can have access to on my phone, type it all in so that I'm prepared. And I know I'm going to the grocery store and I know I need these things. So as I walk through the aisles, I'm not going to have to come back because I know walking in, I need eggs, I need this, I need this. And that's sort of what writing a background for your song can be, right? You're not just, you're not just doing things, hoping that it sort of ends up working out. And it doesn't put as much pressure on the, the lyric, right? Because you've already prepared before you start the lyric. You've already done some groundwork so that when you dive into the lyric, you're not writing, you know, a part of the lyric is this story about losing love as a young person. And then the other part of the story is, is, is about having your first kid. And it's like this mess of like, I don't, what, what is the identity of this song? Or maybe it's a song about loneliness and you're like, well, lonely because a dog just died sort of is part of the one thing you write from. Another one is lonely. That's just like a loneliness inherent in your heart. It's not like you should be lonely, right? You have a wife that loves you or a husband that loves you. And and, you know, you have great kids, but for some reason, there's still that deep-seated thing, like, oh, I still feel alone. You, you know, like, but you're writing from all these perspectives because you don't have a backstory. You're just writing. You're just doing stuff. Um, so it can be really helpful to get this background. That way, you know what you're doing. So when you enter the grocery store, you're like, when I go through the egg aisle, I know to grab the eggs. I'm not going to have to go back to aisles. I'm not going to I'm not going to get out of the store and be like, oh, I forgot something. Right. Because you have a list you prepared beforehand, you know, so so 
if you write sort of an outline of the story you want your song to tell and you wrote the background, right? Like what led to this moment? What led to the moment of this song? What, what, what in this care, what in this, uh, perspectives, this character's history brought us here today. Now, you know, right? You have the outline of where you want the song to end, where it needs to go, how it needs to get there. Maybe you have this background written. So now it's just sort of filling in the bones. You already have the skeleton. You know more or less the character, and you know more or less the story. Now you just need to fill it in with actual lyrics. It sort of takes the pressure off. Unlike if you're just writing lyrics and you're like, ah, I need them to be right the first time, which is a dangerous trap for songwriters. I've talked about that in a previous podcast. Um, I forget which one it was, but go check them all out. I'll maybe put a link somewhere in editing for you to go check out which one that is because as I'm recording this I do not remember what it was um so in review there are three big picture things reasons that I want you to write a backstory for your song the first one it helps flesh out the character of your story in your head and again even if this character is yourself it's your own perspective you know, today or in the future or in the past, it can help to still reflesh out, okay, but what brought me here, right? If you're going back in time to write a story about how heartbroken you were after someone broke up with you, you, you know, you may have gotten past that event by now because it was, you know, 10 years ago. So it's not like you're upset about it every day anymore. So it may help to go back and really dive into, well, how did I really feel then? Outside of like, well, I was sad. Well, yeah, of course you were sad, but like, what really were you feeling? Were you feeling like inadequate? Like what's wrong with me? Were you angry? You know, all the little details that you can flesh out. So even if the character of the song is really your own perspective, which most of the time it's going to be, it can still be helpful to do this. The other thing, big idea number two, not two, this is not two, this is two, is it can help give you some life and situation details, recurring themes or even symbols to utilize in the song. So, if you fleshed out somebody's backstory, it helps to f you to figure out well, what are some th common themes throughout their life. Is is common th is the common theme um, whenever something starts to really go well, it always comes back down and ends up being really bad, or is the common theme that they just keep getting beat into the ground and nothing good ever happens seemingly. Or is it a bunch of positives? Now this is the first huge negative in their life and, and, and it's extra traumatic to them because they're not used to dealing with tragedies. Whatever it is. Um, I, don't, I don't know why I always lean towards tragedies. You, in case you haven't been able to tell, I write a lot of sad, sad songs or what I like to call melancholy songs. I like to write songs in what I call the key of melancholy major, which means the, it's technically in a major key uh, but it's, it's sadder sounding because sometimes a minor key, right, sounds just like downright super overly just tragic. Um, but I don't want it to be that, like the, the subject material is not that tragic. Um, I like, I think there's power and subtlety, so I like melancholy major. Anyway, big idea. Number three is that it allows you to explore your song in a low pressure way. Again, I'm a huge fan of setting yourself up for success, right? 
So if you have sort of your song story outline and you've fleshed out the background and then you start writing the lyrics, it's a lot easier to write a lot of de more decent or more precise or more um, just better first draft lyrics when you have that context, right? It's like this podcast and video. The more I prepared for this video, the easier it is to continue talking and to have this conversation with you, right? If I didn't, if I didn't prepare at all and I, and I didn't have some notes in front of me, right? Then I would, I would probably just be like, uh, hmm, where was I? Um, you know, and you, you wouldn't want to watch that. You wouldn't want to listen to that. Nobody wants to listen to that, right? This is so, so anytime if you prepare for something, it gives you confidence, right? It's like, it's like a performance, if, if you've ever done piano recitals or, or, you know, guitar recitals or any kind of performance, have you ever had that experience where, you know, if you know the song really, really well, you're almost on autopilot, right? You can crush it without even thinking about it because you don't have to think about it anymore because you practice so much or you've fleshed out that thing so much that it's almost foolproof at this point. But sometimes, like, if you're nervous because you're like, oh, man, I'm still not prepared for this song. So you have the music in front of you still. And you're like, I should have this memorized. This isn't good. Like, that. that's when you set yourself up for failure. Set yourself up for mistakes. So I'm a huge fan of doing anything you can to put as little pressure as possible on every phase. So if you can flesh out a backstory and flesh out an outline for your song before you even start trying to write a lyric, it really helps you have that confidence and really helps you dive into the song, being able to get things a little closer to write the first time, which you'll, you're probably never going to do and that's okay. Um, great writing is all in the editing, but it still is super helpful. So I hope that these tips were helpful to you. I hope that you embrace the implicit challenge that I'm giving you here, which is to try writing a backstory for your song before your next one. Or if you've already written one and maybe you're not super happy with where it is, maybe write the backstory now and, and, and base it on the lyrics you have. And, and maybe you find the, writing the backstory now shows you an inconsistency in your song where you're like, okay, this backstory I wrote based off of this part of the song doesn't fit with this part of the song. And then you know what you need to change. So that's my challenge to you. Go try that. Let me know in the comments below if you're on YouTube, um, if you tried it, uh, how it went. And also, if you're interested, I have a free guide at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Shocker, I know. That will give you 10 different ways to start writing a song right away. It gives you 10 different ways um, to start the songwriting process, which is really helpful because for me, I used to be, a would call myself a lyrics first guy. And I still call myself that, but now it's changed meaning for me. It used to mean I always wrote the lyrics first and then I wrote the music. The problem with that is that it, it gets you in a box. Um, and for creativity, we should know how to start writing a song from many different avenues, right? Because if I'm not in a lyrical mood and I always write lyrics first, I'm not gonna be able to do any songwriting that day, right? So I, I learned to evolve past that and learned to start writing a song from many different angles, right? Writing a bass line first, writing a piano riff first, um, you know, 
lyrically, it might be writing the background first, or, or it might be coming up with a symbol that I want to use first, right? Like, once I wrote a song off of, I came up with this this symbolic concept called Whispers of Angels, and I'm like, it's sort of based off of, if you've seen Doctor Who, nerd, I know, um, the, the weeping angels, you know, the creepy angel concept. I'm like, Whispers of Angels, and then eventually I figured out, oh, you know what would be an interesting concept? Whispers of Angels, like... Angels, you assume to be on your side, right? Like you, you just assume angels are good, or I would think you would, right? Like it's commonly a symbol for a good thing, not a bad thing. Um, but whispers usually is sort of a sketchy word. So I'm like, what if it's you know angels, people that you expect to be on your side, are actually bringing you to your destruction? And the song, long story short, is sort of off of that idea. So there's so many different ways to start writing a song, so many different creative avenues to take to get to a great song, and I give you 10 of them and a couple bonus ones in that guide. People have said it's super helpful, so let it be helpful to you as well. Go pick it up, totally free, my gift to you for watching this video or listening to this podcast. If you are watching the video, please drop a like, smash the like button, hit the subscribe, and comment below. Tell me what you think. Do you want to write some backstories for your song? Do you not want to? Do you think it's a good idea? Do you not think it's a good idea? Have you tried it? Have you not tried it? I don't know. Just comment below. Start the conversation. I'd love to be able to talk to you. If you are listening via podcast, please go to iTunes. Leave a review. If you feel like you can give this five stars, Go ahead and do that. If you feel like you can't, you should just email me, joseph at songwritertheory.com, and tell me how I can make these better. Because my goal is to teach you songwriting the best that I can, and I want to help you do that. So I will happily email with back and forth with you to figure out how I can best teach you. Because I don't do this just to listen to myself. Because I could listen to myself anytime I want. I'm doing these videos for you. And I will talk to you next week. See you then.